up? It's Bitch with Bliss back again. Um, it has been a big week of sports stuff. <laughs> um, let's talk last week real quick. Um, these games have been fire. Football, like, you know the Super Bowl is going to fucking suck. It just always does. But these playoff games have been, and even like the championship games were just so good that it's like, okay, like it made up for like the whole season, I feel like. So, we got the Super Bowl coming. We got a, a week off now. Um, But what happened in that week? We got Mr. Brady. Mr. Tom Brady. All we're going to hear about for the next couple months is Tom Brady and his retirement. Boys are crying everywhere like they're fucking fans of, you know, new kids on the block that are retiring and they're not making music anymore. I mean, Tom, the goat, he, no one can deny he was an amazing player. I do feel bad that this last season was, you know, kind of sucked dick for him. Like, I mean, he did good, but like, obviously he didn't make it. And like, you're going out on that note, but he was probably like, fuck this shit. I'm not doing this again. Um, the whole big uproar is that apparently when he put out a statement, uh, he thanked, the Bucks and not the Patriots. And he was talking about Bruce Arian um, instead of Bilichak. So whatever. I don't really care to even go there. I mean, I'm not a Boston fan, not a Patriots fan. Um, so I don't really care, but that's all we're going to fucking have to hear about. And then just waiting for that big, like, you know, documentary on it and they can all, like, jerk off to it for the rest of their lives, you know? Um, but I did on Friday. I had the privilege to go to the garden to see Henrik Lundqvist's banner retired, his number retired, the banner ceremony. Now, those of you who do not know me, I am a huge hockey fan. New York Rangers are my team. Bleed blue. Let's fucking go. Um... And Henrik Lundqvist is a king, the king, King Lundqvist. Um, and it only seemed fitting that I go. I mean, when in your lifetime do you really get to see something like this since, like, the 94 team was retired, you know? So this is, like, the last time, I should say, that we're going to see someone of this magnitude get retired in the garden for the Rangers. Um, so... I've seen better ceremonies before there, but they were older players. And I've watched the other ones, obviously, on TV with all, you know, the players I really grew up with. But Hank, I mean, we've seen his whole career. He's been a Ranger his whole life. And just he's he's that guy. Everyone knows Henrik Lundqvist, you know. So me and my brother decided to get tickets. We're like, we have to go. We, You know, the energy at that fucking place is going to be insane, you know. It's going to be so fired up. It's going to be so emotional. Like, we got to go. If we can afford it, let's go. So we looked, like, all day, and it was getting closer to, you know, when we would have to leave, and then we found tickets. So, of course, like, all the tickets were insanely priced. So we didn't get great seats. We got kind of nosebleed, but it was definitely worth it to be there. So we rushed. We ended up catching the train. We literally... (laughs) So we drove to the train station. We got dropped off, actually, at the train station. And the train we wanted literally was pulling in when we got dropped off. We had to run up and over and down onto the platform. And, like, as soon as we got down the stairs, the doors opened. It was, like, meant to be. 
So, you know, here we are. We got the express train, too. So it took like 30 minutes into Manhattan. We're fucking like having a couple beers. We brought some beers with us on the train, getting pumped, you know, like, let's fucking go. Um, We get there. We get a cab right away. It was easy. It was like it was perfect. We got dropped off right outside the fucking garden, which, by the way, if you haven't been there in a little bit, shit show. There's like scaffolding. They're doing all this work. It's like so annoying. Um, But whatever. We're there. We go in. Of course, you know, I usually, you know, we weren't really get we didn't get to be really choosy with the tickets. So, you know, we get there and we go up the escalator and we get off. And of course, like on the concourse, you're looking and all the sections are listed like go this way or this way. Of course, we're on the other fucking side. So annoying because it's just so packed. There's just so many people like to go around to the other side of the building. It's just like a nightmare. And of course, when you get there, you're like, I should go to the bathroom. We got to stop and get drinks, like all the stuff before we get to our seats. So we had to do all that. Get to our seats. Kind of high, but it was fucking cool. Like they had like these wristbands that like flash different colors and stuff. And it was just like a, a very well done ceremony, I'll say for sure. It was amazing. Very emotional electric the energy in that building was amazing we ended up losing which fucking sucked but what are you gonna do so you know we had a couple beers and then a couple more beers and then (laughs) it's time to go so we get out and by the time we got out the blizzard had started it was supposed to snow we knew that that's you know we were figuring like a lot of people might not like go in but It wasn't snowing on our way in, on our way out. It was like coming down. Like, you know, when rain comes sideways at you, it was coming down like that. So here we are. It's like mayhem outside. There's no cabs. Okay. So we're like, we got to just try to fight through this. Like, uh, my brother was wearing these shoes. Like instead of, I wore snow boots because I knew it was going to snow, but he couldn't find his and we were rushing to like even go to this game. So he had like those boat shoes on or whatever, like the worst shoes you could possibly wear in snow. Like he was sliding. He was like drunk and sliding. And we're trying to, we had to trek our way from MSG over to fucking Grand Central. Don't ask me why we didn't go into the subway and just go that way. But at the same time, like, I don't know if I feel safe going in the subway these days. And there was just like so many people. So We're like, let's start walking and then maybe we'll just like find a cab. Like, you know, eventually some cab will show up. Next thing I know, like, we're just like, I don't even know where we are. I knew I was going in the right direction. I'm like trying to look at my phone, but our, both of our phones were dying. It was just like a nightmare. And we're trying to call, make sure we have a ride to pick us up at the train station. And meanwhile, we're not even at the train yet. And I'm like, oh my God. And then I was really nervous about missing the last train. I was afraid they were going to maybe like, you know, take some trains off the schedule because of the the snow they do that sometimes oh my god it was fucking shit show we get to the train station thank god we got on the train like five minutes to spare but man oh man what a night i'll tell you um so yeah we had some beer speaking of beers okay have you ever (laughs) Um, have you ever fallen asleep with a drink in your hand? Yeah. So this happened to me the other day, not that long ago. I haven't. Okay. First of all, I haven't drank beer in a long time. Um, I just like have like, I like beer, but I just don't really buy it ever. But there was some left over. There was like in my fridge the other day. And then I brought some on the train with us. 
So the other day, I just, I felt like a beer and I was like watching TV in my bed and I have one side table, but my bed's really big. So I like sit in the middle. (laughs) So anyway, so I'm like sitting in the middle and I had like, I would say it was at least half full, maybe more. I had a beer and I was just like sipping it and I was watching like a movie or something and you know, it was dark, but whatever. Anyway, I fall asleep. I wake up. Okay. And I like kind of like roll over and it felt like damp and I'm like, what? And I'm sleeping. So I'm like, I just put my hand down and I just feel like it was like wet, damp. And I like jump up and I'm like, oh my God, like what happened? Did I wet the fucking bed? Like what happened? I don't know. So, and then I I feel a can, an empty can. So I get up, I turn the lights on. I realize I was holding the can let go of the can the whole can just spilled out over i don't even know how much time had passed okay has spilled out so me being like in the middle of the night i ripped my sheets off okay but the thing is with my mattress i also have a topper on it that's like a foam and it has a case on it so but of course it's not like a a liquid case like whatever you call it whatever waterproof case um so yeah, so I ripped off my sheets. I, like, put, a, like, a blanket down and went back to bed. So the next morning, I'm like, all right, let's assess the situation again. Okay. So I take the topper off. I take the case off the topper. And the foam is just, like, you can even almost see, like, a faint stain of where, like, the spill was. And I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, this sucks. So I went and I, like... I tried to like spray it with this like like Lysol stuff and then I tried to use a little soap and like water and um like a, a towel and I'm like rubbing it and I'm like it still smells so then I get the steamer out and I'm like all right here we go I put like soap I like rubbed like a light <laughs> wash of soap and then steamed it and then I let it dry like over like the course of the day and then I went back down so long story longer I fucking ended up you know I took some, like, I have this lavender baby powder. I took lavender baby powder, sprinkled it all over, then put, like, I had washed the case. So I put the case back on, put it on my bed. To this day, every time I get in my bed, I fucking smell like a faint smell of, like, beer. I feel like I live in a frat house. Like, I mean, this could easily happen to, like, anyone with any kind of, like, a want, any any drink, you know, if you're, like, sitting, uh, or your couch. I mean honestly the same thing like how do you get this fucking like stuff out i mean it's not bad and i don't know if other people sometimes i'm very sensitive to smell um but i can faintly smell it and it's just like at this point it's just like whatever it's like i gotta deal with it what am i gonna do throw out my like fucking 200 dollar like mattress topper like fuck no so i should really look up some more home remedies but i don't really know if there's much i can do um I tried my best. I mean, I put soap and steamed it. Like, what the fuck? Just for the record, I do not do that frequently. I do not drink in bed. I actually cut down on drinking a lot, trying to work on my uh, fitness journey. Been trying to work out, drink less. Don't get me wrong. I still love my cocktails. But, you know, it is what it is. And it goes hand in hand. Um, I mean, it's February now, so... The summer is coming, whether we like it or not. And you know I love my summertime. Yeah, I'm ready. Like, I'm done with the snow. I'm done with the cold. Like, 
I haven't bitched about it too much, I don't think. So I feel like it's time. It's it's about that time of year anyway, February, March. If it's still fucking cold and snowing in March, that's when everyone starts getting really pissed off. Like, there's a window of people. And then, like, in this, you know, northeast, it's like, we can only take so much. And then... You know, we usually, we always get through it and then we go through it again. But everyone always, like, starts getting, like, crazy saying they're going to move. But it's serious. Like, the winter blues is a real thing. Um, and I don't, I don't really, like, I don't envy this. Like, I just, I'm more of a summer person. I really am. I, I mean, I like being inside in the cold, snuggly, and sweatshirts. But, you know, I could do that in AC, too. So, bring it. But back to the cold real quick. If I could tell you one thing that really pisses me off and that I want to bitch about is when you run out of windshield wiper fluid, okay? There's nothing worse than running out of windshield wiper fluid, especially after snow, during snow, or um, like the week after it snowed. Because all there is is slush and people splashing up shit onto your windshield and you can't fucking see. Okay, let me tell you what happened to me the other day. I had no windshield wiper fluid. And to be honest, this hasn't happened to me in a long time because, you know, I go and get regular oil changes. And when you go get regular oil changes, they fill it up. And it hasn't been that bad of snow where I'm, like, losing it. So I hope I don't have a leak. Okay, that's another thing. But I fucking go and my my windshield is completely, like, cloudy at this point because it's been sprayed. You know, I've been behind cars, whatever. So I can't see because, you know, when you wipe it and then it dries. Okay, so I'm in that mode. So I go and I stop somewhere for something. I go do my errand. I come out and I'm like, all right, there's like snow mounds everywhere. I go next to a snow mound and I get um, I get like a chunk of snow. Sorry, my dogs are a little maniacs right now. Uh, I go get a chunk of snow. I take it and I start wiping my windshield so it gets wet so I can then get in my car. And th- <laughs> this is so fucking ghetto. And then get in my car, do my windshield wipers, and it will just like clear my windshield for the drive home. That's all I wanted it for. I know it's fucking ghetto. I don't give a fuck. It- I did it. So then I get in my car. Okay. I don't know what the fuck. Like, this is just my luck. I look at the one side of my windshield, like the second side I did, and it has these, like, it looks scratched. So apparently, the chunk of snow I took and used, then I guess when I got to the other side, had like a rock in it, and it just scraped my windshield. How fucked up is that? I'm thinking it's not like super, super bad, and I might be able to like buff it out, like if I fucking um, really like actually make an attempt to do it, but yo, what the fuck? Not cool. I mean, honestly, in the winter, I think, like, dating a guy that can, like, plow your driveway is so fucking clutch. Or, like, just having a guy that's, like, thoughtful and will, like, go out, clean out your car, turn it on, because not all of us have fucking auto start, okay? Turn on your car, get it warm. Like, that is so thoughtful. So, if you're a guy, if you're dating somebody, if you're a husband, get your ass out there, make it happen. Women will love you for it. I mean, let's face it, most of the time they do a lot of shit for you. Uh, I'm not saying that you don't do it for them, but those are just things that, like, girls really do appreciate. Granted, there's a lot of things that girls look for like I I don't know if that sounds stupid but um listen we put up with a lot of other shit because we're just crazy and we're attracted to different things 
Let's talk red flags. What would you say is a red flag that you ignore? Like there has to be something that attracts you to someone. Um, Maybe it's happened numerous times. It's like kind of your thing. They are like a certain way or do a certain thing. And you just know it's a red flag. And it ultimately ends up not well. Like could you. I'm going to throw it up on my Instagram. I want to see what other people say. Like, I have one friend definitely is into guys that are really, and this is a good thing. They're family oriented. And that is a good thing. And yes, that is a quality you should look for. But always ends up with the ones with the crazy moms or like sisters or family that are super like in, you know, intrusive and uh, like a mama's boy or, you know, they always have that that part of the relationship like that's just like too much and then it affects her relationships and you know you can kind of figure that out when you're first dating somebody um you know maybe not in the way beginning because they kind of hide a little bit but as you go you know that's going to come back to haunt you especially if you're thinking long term you want a family and kids and if you can't handle that shit like you got to realize that that's always going to be there that's not something that you know you can just brush off you know what i'm saying So uh, I'm thinking, you know, obviously I dated this one guy that every time I'd go over to his house, he was already drinking. And I'm like, that's fine. I know I'm going to have a cocktail too. But it was to the point where like every time I go, like he had these always had like the big handle of vodka and like stocked orange juice. I was always having a screwdriver. But there was something about the way he was that made me think maybe he does this like all day, all the time. Like, he drinks, like, a lot. Like, like a functioning screwdriver holic or something. You know what I mean? Um, and then there's also guys. Um, and I'm only going to say guys because I'm a girl. So, you know. But um, it could go both ways. You know, some girls are attracted to men that just, you know, they think that, like, they're macho and they're, like, looking out for them and protecting them. But it's really called fucking controlling. And, you know, but... In the beginning, it's all like, you know, you think it's one thing and then you start seeing it's a red flag that you keep going for these guys that are hotheads and you might think it's cute in the beginning that they're, you know, trying to protect their girl, but end up being a fucking lunatic, you know? So I'm interested to see what red flags attract you the most. Okay. Ones that like you catch yourself, keep going after those red flags like a fucking matador. Okay, so let's think about that. Let's come back. Come bitch with me next time on Bitchin' with Bliss. Follow me at Instagram at Bitchin' with Bliss. See ya.